1: Here. I always feel so weird starting off the show because I never do it and I always make podcast. a podcast. Um, and actually, I think we're going to be changing the name of our show very shortly to What She Wants. Mm, I like Apparently, that. it's more obvious about what our show is about. <laughs> nice. And the new network that we are with, Wondery, uh, who are wonderful, Yay. has said I don't understand what your show's about, so therefore, make the name more clear. There you go. I mean, they should listen to our show. Exactly. exactly. I'm just joking. <laughs> I think it's very clear. But anyway, what she wants is... And tell me what you think about that. If you agree and you're like, that's a stupid name, I want to hear about it. I don't care. because <laughs> I'm not going to listen to you, but... <laughs> <laughs> but I still want to hear you. <laughs> your opinions, obviously. So we have the beautiful, the um, amazing, the top 100... <laughs> Maxim girl Kelsey Ale in studio. I'm I'm saying that because Kelsey is going to the uh, top 100 Maxim party. I am. I Maxim said, are you one 100. of the people? And she said no. And I said, you should be. Well, I appreciate that yes. and feel awkward. But you could be. You Thank totally you. could be. Thank you. Aw. Yes, Aww, you totally guys. could be. So I wanted to warm up your conversation muscles because you were saying yeah. before I'm nervous to give good advice. Yeah. Um, but so Kelsey brought me in these. It's called the Fit Test KBMO Diagnostics. They're not mm. a sponsor at all. No. Um. But basically, I wanted to find out what food intolerances I have, mm-hmm. and uh, Kelsey does a lot of work with food. Or what, what? What? do you call yourself as a practitioner? I'm a nutritional therapist. Okay. Nutritional, yeah. Nutritional like therapist. a holistic
0: nutritionist. Yeah,
1: but holistic. That's the angle. Yeah. That's the the difference from just being a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. And, um. That's the type of medicine that I believe in. And yeah. can um, I ask a dude yeah. question real
2: totally. quick? Is that like when you say holistic Mm. that means the whole person but i think a lot of people start thinking like this is some kind of mystic yeah exactly some kind of (laughs) mystic like she uses diamonds
1: to tell me yeah yeah, no crystals no tofu yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) so whole whole body so basically i i believe in functional medicine i'm totally into western medicine as well um but i i believe in looking at the body, at an individual's body, mm-hmm. not at, like, society's bodies to tell me what's going on. Yeah, so I, I want to see society. what's going on. Zach, yeah. exactly, I, hate, I hate people. <laughs> um,
2: I would, I do not want any of my care based on
0: those no. Exactly. Not
1: those dirty people. Um, so anyway, she bought me in this FIT test, which is a finger prick. And yeah. I, it's a,
0: the FIT stands for Food Inflammation Test, yeah. and then the second word test is redundant but yeah
1: exactly yeah but i mean it's just a t there so mm-hmm. but, um, but so basically it tells you what's going on with your body and what you're you are intolerant to and maybe um mm-hmm creating some sort of reaction inflammation in your body you were Mm -hmm. saying before like your friend without knowing had an intolerance to garlic yeah
0: garlic i've had clients test positive for cinnamon yeah like Um, weird
1: things that you could be eating every single day that are slowly breaking your body down Mm -hmm, totally most things are breaking down your body Exactly. yeah but you don't want to add to it anyway Mm -hmm. so my point is that i i'm doing this test and i think it's fantastic to know what's going on with your body as much as possible and if you can avoid certain foods yeah. As sad as it is to cut out garlic, like why not? Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Which Giel leads better. me into no, <laughs> nothing at all <laughs> with the topic that I want to talk about today. But I, I called you up before and I was saying that I've I've had a lot of clients recently. And I know Dave will definitely have a lot to contribute to this. Um oh, goodness. But a lot of my clients have have been really frustrated lately. And I I hear extreme frustration when I talk to them they snap at me they yell at me they're not yelling at me but they're just like I they they, they're like I just want to be like that guy who I see talking to girls where they're just smiling and happy and they go home with them and they they are asking me how how can I be that charming guy how can I seduce a woman and I have said you know I'm I'm not an expert on giving instructions on seduction Mm. per se um, but I can definitely assist with being charming and connecting with women and making them attracted to you. But I wanted to put the question out to both of you, um, but Kelsey first. Uh, and I wanted to hear, like, what? how do you define a man who is charming? And tell me the last time that you were charmed and what that looked like.
0: Okay. Um, I actually, it's funny because after we talked, I was like trying to imagine scenarios. Like I've been a little bit off the dating radar i've been trying to meet people organically so it happens a little bit slower because i don't leave my apartment
1: right <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but i did
0: go to organically
1: prim- like waiting for somebody to come to my door exactly i'm like is this delivery guy hat no <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> The thing now? that everything is delivered now? from every place
2: that we we'll right. deliver anything.
1: Exactly. <laughs> she's on instacart amazon prime <laughs> yeah, like right. grubhub doordash yeah exactly all <laughs> and of them. they're all
2: bringing one item of produce <laughs>
1: right time. exactly it's yeah. costing her $30 a delivery. Exactly.
0: But it's, it's way better than online dating. Yeah, apparently. Right <laughs> so, yeah. So, the scenario I remembered was being at a party a couple of weeks ago. And I didn't know anybody at this party. I knew my friend who was there. And I was just going to stop by and say hey to him and then leave. And I showed up, and people weren't as mean as I thought they were going to be. I get right. nervous and sometimes. They never are. They never are. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to hang out. And I looked over and literally like, you know, saw this guy across the room. He was sitting on the couch and just first, the first thing that I liked was his eye contact. Like he seemed comfortable looking at me and me seeing him look at me. So I was like, okay, that could be a person I want to talk to later. And so and you're picky. I'm very picky. You are very selective. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. And I like work a lot off of like, just, I don't, I don't like to sound too woo, but I'm like the vibe you get from someone mm-hmm. like, I think we take in a lot of information subconsciously. And so I think I'm hyper aware of how, yeah, how that feels to be around people. So this person I was like, okay, like this eye contact, he seems cool, I'm gonna figure out a way to talk to him. So I found myself sitting down kind of across from him in a group of people having a conversation a little bit later. And as other people were kind of talking amongst themselves, he looked across at me and just said in front of everyone, your smile lights up the room, like just made a statement To me, being open not only with me about the fact that he's attracted to me, but like not not caring, not caring, like didn't care that everybody else heard it, and that that like really got me. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, you, yes, and I ended up making out with him later, and because that, I mean, it shows confidence, and I like that like ownership of him being into me made me feel. cool like that felt really good
1: yeah and to be so like and that that was charming so how did he continue being charming the rest of the night because i want i want guys to hear the difference in conversation so let me give you some backstory so one of the clients that i was working with is a comedian and his comedy is a little darker and he tends to go (laughs) towards the negative you Mm -hmm. know of like observing the rest of the world and Let's say Christian is a good example of that. <laughs> of like, you know, picking which can which can also be charming if somebody. Have you on tried to set them page. up because they might be? <laughs> I know, seriously, they're like a love match. Um, he's in New York. Match <laughs> made by common hate. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But that. But the thing is, a lot of people do bond on that. because Absolutely they find it very charming. They but he complains because he's he sees his friends who you know they'll go and play pool, and his friend is like working around the pool table, joking around with these girls, touching mm-hmm. them um and just having lighter conversation and these girls are totally into what he's saying but the guy that i'm working with is off-putting to a lot of people mm-hmm. and he knows that um but doesn't want to alter his behavior that's the the downside oh. to it <laughs> not the downside i don't want people to change who they are but sometimes if you want to play to the masses you got to play to the masses a little bit yeah. more but mm-hmm. so so for you what what is charming what is it cuz oh. you're very charming oh mm-hmm.
2: you are it, well, I think so much of it has to do with reading people and what they seem to be. If you're not getting an initial good reaction on your first idea of what to say to someone, mm-hmm. go a different direction. <laughs> Just humor me on this one. Mm-hmm. But if you have this great joke, Locked and Loaded, that maybe you get, but she doesn't get because she hasn't seen that movie that everyone's supposedly seen, that kind of stuff. When you right. When you assume that people know things, maybe... Um, you know, that's a bad thing, but just failing to read the signs that people will give you. Now, I I also think that if I can go in to a situation, I want to make people feel, I want to give them, I want to make it difficult for them to not like me.
1: Well, Um, let me, let me interrupt for one second. Does that, how do you stop that from turning into being a people pleaser? Because I... Because the biggest concern that pops up for these guys, like, I don't want to become somebody else. I don't want to talk about bullshit that I hate talking about just to make people like
2: me. Let's go on here and and just say, like, if, as a, okay, so dudes, men, if you hire someone to do a job, say you've got a company, you hire your new sales guy, and he just rolls in, it's like, you know, I mean, I like hearing about your mission statement and everything, but what I really want to do is be hammered a fat commission check. So I'm going to go ahead and get out here we're just going to go right into it. I'm going to take me to your biggest client. Well, that's crazy, and you're not going to do that.
1: So, oh, I would hire him a second. <laughs> <I> think, <laughs> that's where I'm swaying. I'm like, sure, you can do it. Do it right no, now.
2: No, no, my problem is he's already been hired. <laughs> right. So now he's there, and you're like, we kind of need to show you what you're doing here right. first. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's some of that. There's like, yes, we know you don't want to be having these hollow conversations with women, but they don't know you. So maybe before you start adding a bunch of substance, like, have an appetizer here of yeah. talk about things that don't matter and see how they even maybe they have an annoying voice, maybe they don't, maybe they think your voice <laughs> yeah. is annoying,
0: maybe you don't want to talk to them. Yeah, right. they may
2: be really superficial, but I think that superficial beginning mm-hmm. of just like wow, this is a cool room, I like that painting. What are you? I don't know, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. you have cool shoes. Yeah, but for some people, Women,
1: like that's the dumbest thing to talk about, right.
2: It's fine. It's dumb. Maybe that can be what you talk about when the conversation reaches its second lap. Totally. Is that so?
1: You're saying that most people should break in with something som- that chit chat. Mm-hmm. Well, like let's just that say, if you're chit-chat. trying
2: to have maybe brainless chit chat is not enough. Maybe you need to come up with something better. But insisting on this deep, meaningful conversation, like I'm going to go up and give some sage advice, and this woman's going to fall in love with me because. I was so deep and she knew it within Mm. the first five seconds that only happens in movies. Mm -hmm. And when it happens in real life, that person is often a sociopath.
0: Yeah. It's called oversharing and it feels awkward Yes, (laughs) when you jump in with like, my mom left my dad when I was five, like too much. Like maybe we'll get there
1: eventually. Right. But so like, look, so so let's say, or tell me about one time when you have been seduced by somebody other than, you know, this guy who said your smile lights up the room. That is very charming. Yeah. For sure. Um, But so tell me, how does that charming statement without continuing to compliment Mm. you, like how, how? Just do guys move from that opening statement mm-hmm. into then seducing you so that you go, you go home with Just dive afterwards.
0: right in, right? That's, yeah. that's right. How
2: that smile and then if they don't start making out with you within 90 seconds, next woman. Yeah,
0: you fucked up. Something's wrong. Just abort, <laughs> mission. Move on to the next one. Right. Um, I mean it is a process. It's a process of exactly like you were saying. Like um you go superficial. And then you go deep and then you have to come back out like you can't stay like hardcore intense the whole night. That just kills the energy. and Like you can get too heavy. But to have that ability to like, you know, banter a little bit and then make a genuine connection. Mm -hmm. um, I think that shows again, like, yeah, your ability to read someone that's important to me. Like if we're going to have sex, I need to know that you can identify where I am, like what state I am, like I do my best to communicate. And at the same time, like my partner has to see what's happening in order for it to be an enjoyable experience. Um, I think also like the, the banter adds an element of kind of, I don't know if I want to say like coolness or like lack of desperation. Mm -hmm. Right. Like I think if you go in too intensely it just gets overwhelming and makes it seem like you don't think you have any other options. And I want to think you have other options because that makes you more socially valuable. You need to know you have other options because that boosts your confidence. Um, so I think, yeah, like like the banter and the lightning up gives it a little bit of space. That gives me room to breathe. That gives me a chance to become more intrigued by you. That makes me want to move toward you. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that. No, no, that these, are the, I, these are okay. very good <laughs> I, think,
1: Listen, I, I, think I, also, I The questions I ask are they're not easy to uh, answer. Yeah. They're, I they're think the
2: subtle interview is mm. another thing. Because sometimes, because I've heard you say on this show, like, ask women questions. Women want to talk about themselves. Women you yes. know, and we do. Oh, my God. Yes. I also feel like, though, that you can seem like a crazy person stalker mm-hmm. if you ask questions in the wrong way. And the only way to get around that is to do that more and to have when you don't want to date someone, mm-hmm. start asking them questions and, and interviewing them almost. But realizing that you need it to not feel like an interview, They, but sometimes you can impress someone just simply by the things that you got them to tell you. Mm-hmm. So you didn't tell them anything. You didn't say stuff. You didn't have to make up stuff about how important you are or anything. Yeah. You just made them feel important because you were genuinely interested in something like, look, if she's hot, a lot of her stuff is going to be more interesting anyway. <laughs> and, you know, but like you might as well figure out if she's into stuff that she's passionate about enough to tell a stranger hit on that a little bit. And yeah, for sure. And that Drive is attractive. Deeper. That's charming. So
1: I, I yeah. brought a book with me, and I've, I've quoted this before. It's The Natural by Richard LaRuna. Um, and you can get a copy if you go to wingirlmethod.com slash Richard R. Uh, and then also find out more about him if you, you want to. He's got great programs. He is a pickup artist. I'm going to be transparent with that. But, um, he, like, he's not an asshole. And he says that throughout his entire book. He said this is not meant to objectify women. It's not meant to mistreat women. Uh, it is meant to... Build your confidence. That's what this book is for. Anyway, it's got some really great examples of like your body language and things to say and things to do. But he talks a lot about this balance between Mr. Sociable, Mr. Comfort and Mr. Seducer. Mm. And I think that that is um, really a way to charm women by by showing that there are multiple sides to you and that you're not just one dimensional. Mm -hmm. And some suggestions I have on how to become this person and develop being mr sociable and mr comfort level and mr seducer is to number one get this book but um but also if you don't know about things that are going on in the world that lots of people are talking about right now and you're just like oh this is dumb bullshit i I get that you think that way but if you want to just have the stupid chit chat with people i say you know create a facebook account if you don't have one already Mm -hmm. and just see the things that are Coming in on your feed and read one of them every single day. That's like a big thing that's going on in the in the social media world. Like the you know the the baby who or the big brother who climbed into the crib and got his little brother out. I don't know if that was like a big thing recently. Oh, um, like just these videos. Anyway, these these things that you can just talk about and chit chat with when you first interact with somebody that don't have to be super deep, but can lead into a better conversation afterwards. So those are like a little a few things. Oh, sorry, that is. One thing that you can do, another thing is taking an improv class, which will really teach yes. you about how to look at people yeah. and see what their bodies are telling you mm-hmm. and how to read other people and get outside of your head. And I, I that was one of the best things that I ever did in my life. I'm glad that my mom made me do it when I was like 14 or 15. Mm-hmm. And it really taught me to develop my own wit so I could banter with yeah. people, mm-hmm. um, test out my sense of humor in a really safe space, yeah. and learn how to observe and read other people around me so that we could work together as a team to create a great improv sketch and i think that would be very very helpful and then you know buying my program because they'll teach you <laughs> how to build that comfort level with women and really listen to what they're saying and take that information in and just like dave was saying help them feel mm-hmm. more appreciated about what they're saying to you without sounding like you're trying to please them or over compliment them. Yeah. And I, I really, I agree with you both about what charming actually is. It's just about, it's a, a way that you feel. Mm-hmm. And if the other person that's sitting across from you is like ripping on other people and you feel the same way, you, you can feel very connected to them. But I wouldn't say that that's a charmer. A charmer um, leads you through situations. So, like, let's say you're at a dive bar somewhere and you're talking to somebody who's charming and he says, you know, your smile lights up the room. Mm. And then you guys start talking and he's, you're telling him about something. And, again, he makes you feel wonderful. He, you tell him about how you took ballet when you were five years old. And he says, oh, something about, like, you know, I could tell that about you from the way that you point your feet. Let's see, like, a little ballerina. I don't know. so, mm-hmm. so Like, that's charming to, to move the conversation <sighs> Um, towards something greater as mm-hmm. opposed to pulling it back by being negative about something. I think that the difference between somebody who is charming and somebody who you can have a connection with, I think is really that negativity. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mm-hmm. hear a lot of negativity from people that are charming personalities.
0: Right. Yeah, when I think of charming, I think of kind of like light, easy to be around, easy yeah. to talk to, but with a
1: genuine... Yeah connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if there is any negativity it's said in a very funny way. Like exactly. my friend Scotty is like the most charming person in the in the entire world. He has a million friends. He is Mr. Social. He knows everything that's going on. He's invited mm-hmm. to every party. He he is very knowledgeable. Um he reads up on everything and he's just charming because he has so much intelligence but he doesn't you know spew it at you in an mm-hmm. arrogant way he just uses it very conversationally to enhance whatever conversation you're having mm-hmm. he's strongly opinionated but doesn't beat down what you're saying and mm-hmm. respects everything that you're saying mm-hmm. and he's super fun and can dance like a champ so like <laughs> you
0: don't have to be a good dancer to think you can dance like a champ I right. think a lot of guys get intimidated by that but I love dancing and if someone's willing to just have fun I love that that goes the yeah. wrong way I think, I think so too although I pro
2: me. tip if you want <laughs> to really like up your game so like all you got to do basically if you can learn how to dance for real and go to like a dance studio like a ballroom dance class mm-hmm. with no one and there'll be a bunch of old ladies there that will teach you everything you need to know mm-hmm. and then that's just a great move by the way just a little side I think so note too.
1: Mm-hmm. as long as you don't take yourself too seriously but yes right
2: mm-hmm. it, like it's just one of those things like like how you're glad that you know how to build a bookshelf and fix a door you're going to be glad you know how to waltz when you're at someone's wedding
1: mm-hmm. or something That's impressive.
2: like that. <laughs> yeah. I really so Just how to really dance.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I completely agree with you. I wanted to read a couple of um, the skills that Mr. Seducer has and mm-hmm. I wanted to yeah. potentially hear a story from you about if you were ever seduced by somebody. Okay. Okay. Tell me <laughs> so about your So the seduction. skills of Mr. Seducer. Don't be afraid to reveal your desire. Look the woman in the eyes in a way that communicates, I want you tonight. Slow down the rate at which you speak. I completely agree with that too. Mm-hmm. Um, as you begin to speak more slowly, add pauses in the way you speak. He's putting dot, dot, dots to show that you do this while still holding solid eye contact. Pause in the middle of sentences are especially powerful. Oh, someone's calling me right now. Um, working. See, it's right. working. I'm just bringing people into my life. <laughs> Introduce touching and physicality with more frequency and intimacy. Reduce movement and make sure any body movement, gestures, and touches fit with the slow, smooth, seductive rhythm. Do you agree with those things?
0: Yeah. I mean, it definitely seems like a scenario right before you have sex. Right. Yeah, that's the point. Where right? it transitions, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. So can you tell me about a situation where you either, you know, had a one-night stand or you were – or a one-night encounter was something that could have led to more, but when mm-hmm. you slept with them – you know, pretty quickly mm-hmm. or where you were seduced by somebody and what that looked like. Oh, my
0: gosh. Um, I don't think I've been properly seduced in really? a long time. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me think. Um, I Honestly, though, I think it's literally like what you are reading is what I just said I like. I like the confident eye contact. There mm-hmm. is a fine line between looking like a fucking psychopath. Like, <laughs> I, do you want to fuck me or murder me? <laughs> <laughs> like, right. Um, it I'm just be... thinking about you. <laughs> exactly.
1: So what does that look um, like? So what's the difference? Yeah, it's a, don't try so hard.
0: Just let it come naturally and be, again, yeah, like own your desire. That's such a key piece, I think, of being able to carry out these actions in a way that doesn't seem effortful or creepy. And it takes practice. Like you're not going to get it right the first time. But the yeah. more you practice, the more comfortable you'll be with it. Um, well, David
1: Wagen has um, this really helpful that I, I saw him give to several people when we did a boot camp a long time ago. And he said, in your mind, just think to yourself when you're looking at a woman. I know you want me. Mm-hmm. You know I want you. But yes. we're going to hold back right now. Totally. So it's like a way to cue your brain to be thinking that. Mm-hmm. And right as soon mm-hmm. as you say that, you're, for me at least, my voice changes. Mm-hmm. My body language changes. The twinkle in my eye appears instead of focusing on, okay, I'm trying to look at her really seductively right <laughs> So, That's when it looks creepy. Yeah. So, and yeah. Then, so that having something like that, you could even say, like, I am just thinking about going down, going down on you right now. Like, yes. anything that gets you to have that sort of smirk on your face and a twinkle in your eye, you can practice that in front mm-hmm. of the mirror. Put that in your head in the moment when you're talking. do not You don't need to say it out loud, mm-hmm. but just that can come across to a woman when you're thinking it in your mind. And totally. then after you think that thought, hold it for a few more seconds and then break away. Mm-hmm. And then I think that that can create that air that is talked about in this book.
0: Yeah, that's a key, the breakaway. Like, again, that's the difference between being a sociopath and seductive. It's right. like you have to like Change tease that. it a little bit, right? You're mm-hmm. like going and then you're like, I'm just going to back off, even if it's energetically, like you said, just let that thought leave your mind for a second yeah. and then come back to it. And that's, right. yeah, I think that is really hot because, um, yeah, like I was saying in conversation, like it creates that space. And now the woman's like, oh, okay, like what, something shifted. I don't know, I want you that thing. away. Yeah, like I want that thing that... That I just had and how do I get that back from you and so how do I get that attention yeah. it felt really nice mm-hmm. and I
1: will say I even have that with my husband what, what I can feel when he clicks off mm-hmm. into something else right away and all I want is to go back to that space where I'm like "But we, we were so connected before <laughs> two minutes ago and now yeah. you wait now your head hurts and now okay now you're pulling back and the energy's gone but how how do we fix this and it, it gets me as well because it mm-hmm. feels It feels really nice to be in that space of somebody that is free, confident, and into you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when that space is taken away, it does make your ears perk up a little bit more and fight to get it back. Totally.
0: And it doesn't even have to be something like, um, it can be anything like, I'm going to go get us another drink. Or I'll be right back and whatever, like, go to the bathroom for a couple minutes and just yeah. hang out. But, yeah, like, creating that pause, like, really increases the tension. For sure. Um, yeah, so I definitely think that's that's a
1: key.
2: Most guys, though, I'm just – when you're in your 20s, you're terrified that if you go get you another drink, you will come back and she will be making out with another with guy. Somebody
1: else. Well, that's the whole thing. You have and, to be sure yeah. that – or confident that it won't happen.
2: Well, I think, too, you need to realize, like – I would consider that a screening process. Like, if I can't leave you Mm -hmm. for 30 seconds to go get a drink, like, you didn't care.
1: Right. It's okay.
2: (laughs) Like, I can't, and you can't make something. Well, something wasn't
1: built up enough. So I will say, you can't go right in with, or can you, with talking like that right away? No. That's weird
0: because I don't trust you. Yeah. Like, I don't have a connection with you. And that also, like, that's offensive to me because I'm like, you don't know who the fuck I am. Like, what makes you think you're into me? Like, you clearly just want a bone and don't give a fuck about who I am as a person. And that's unattractive.
1: Okay. So, so. what is the way to break in? So it's with, like, that compliment. So that the compliment, compliment and didn't then seem the banter. too much to you? Uh,
0: no, I think because we had been around each other and, like, and like kind of engaging indirectly in this, um, like, in the circle. Um, so even if you're, like, at a bar and you're not in the same circle as this person, the eye contact kind of established a connection and again like we had the eye contact which was great you know you hold it for just a second longer so you know that it's really intentional that you guys are looking at each other and then you break away and then you look back and you're like okay cool like they're looking at me again that creates a connection and like do that two or three times and then like the third time you go in with the like like compliment like wow your smile really lights up the room and then Kind of see if there's any conversation that's going to happen then or, you know, if she's engaged in something else. But you definitely got her attention. Okay. And that also, like, I felt like that was specific to me. Um And he, again, went out of his way to say it in front of people and didn't really care that anyone else heard. That shows confidence but not desperation because he wasn't like, oh, my God, your smile lights up the
1: room and, like, went into make out with me. That would have been too much. Right.
0: He's just like, exactly. Well, you're a very We're open stars. girl.
1: So what about somebody that's a little bit more shy mm-hmm. who – um you know, a guy were to come up and first of all, say that in front of a group could be yeah. very uncomfortable. Well, again, it wasn't like an announcement that was made.
0: Like people in the group were kind of talking amongst themselves, but he didn't like slide over and whisper it into my ear. But that could be uh, like, if you think she's a little more shy, like get a little yeah. bit closer and just like, I just wanted to tell you this thing and right. then kind of let her take it in and like, you know, back off for a second, but maintain connection somehow. Like, you know, eye contact, like lean in, just be like, Hey, I just wanted to you know like your smile lights up the room. i just like, I just wanted to give you that. Okay. Like I'm confident. I know you want that.
1: I know. Take you, it. you want me. Like, well, what's the follow up to that afterwards? So let's say she's not like, oh my god, thank you, Baba, mm-hmm. engaging and giving you stuff back, and she just says, oh, thanks, because she's mm-hmm. shy and yeah. that's made her feel uncomfortable, but nice. Yeah. What What could the follow up be? Something more general, like
0: how, like how's how your you night know? going tonight? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like,
2: how do you know so and so who's exactly?
0: House yeah. That's where okay. the light conversation. That's where comes the light conversation. It's yeah. like yeah. those are easy to answer questions. <laughs>
1: Right. Okay.
2: And I also like if you don't want to talk about superficial stuff like the weather or whatever. I mean, maybe the situation that you're in is the light conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, what are you doing at the UPS store?
1: Exactly. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes, like even what I was saying before about Mm -hmm. you know talking about the fit test. I said you want to get your conversation muscles Mm -hmm. going. Yeah. And sometimes you have to look at it that way that in the very beginning the conversation isn't going to be wonderful. But you can be wonderful. Mm -hmm. And the topic doesn't have to be so impressive or interesting. But potentially it can lead to something more interesting if you do start talking about like how do you know this person. You don't have to come up with something super cool. Yeah. um, Or different from other people, you can start off on the same level as first at first, as long as you don't get stuck on that conversation and you lead it towards somewhere else Mm -hmm. by taking in the information that's being thrown at you.
2: Yeah. I would also say as a man, it's good to have when you're getting into these small talk conversations that you're going to, you need to have some quick answers about yourself that maybe beg more of a question. Mm -hmm. Like when someone asks, well, what do you do? That could mean any different things. And all these people want to analyze, well, she's trying to figure out how much money I make. Or mm-hmm. she's trying... <laughs> but if you have some way to say, like, say you're in, you sell magazine subscriptions. you be like, well, you know, I, I work in sales, but, uh, I've th- I, you know, I've thought about doing this or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, something that is like, it's a simple answer so they know that, you know, kind of. You your, do
0: have a job. <laughs> yeah, your general
2: area. But then also something that later on they might ask about, like, what was that? But, you know, like I'm in sales, but what about this thing that you're doing? That sounds interesting. You know, having those quick answers where you can volley it back Mm. quickly, that conversation to keep those questions going, that always to me seems like a better thing. And that's for people that you're not trying to get in bed. Also. Right. that's just general mm-hmm. conversation. Human. But
1: that's how it should start off in the very beginning, by being light Trying to and get, playful and, oh, and forming oh. a connection.
2: I <laughs> thought you meant it should start off in the beginning. You should try and get everyone into bed. Yeah. And, no! And then, and then what? the ones that don't want to sleep with you, then then you have to
1: figure out then some other conversation. conversation. Kelsey already said, said it, Like if unless there is that hands-down sexual attraction where mm-hmm. you just walk up to a woman and you're like, you are the sexiest woman I've ever seen, yeah. like, let's get out of here. Yeah. If like, there's something that's already been established because you're looking at each other, you're both on the same level, mm-hmm. you both want to have sex like most often that won't work and it's going to make if you if you lead in with that most often it's not going to be welcomed well there has to be some safety created Mm -hmm. and it can can be safety created in a matter of five seconds yeah um but it does need to be established first totally Uh, but
2: have either one of you ever experienced or know someone like just straight up walked in and like you're hot we should get out of here
1: no but I have had where I've talked to somebody for 2 minutes standing in line uh to get into a club and then I just made out with him for the entire night. I don't even remember what was said. I, I like I I don't talk I didn't talk to him basically. I don't even know his name. Mm-hmm. I kind of remember what he looks like. Um yeah, but so I have that experience. I don't have let's get out of here. Like, yeah. I wish it was that movie. moment. Yeah, that's moment. I
2: was just curious. Like, that seems like another only in the movies thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, I had an
0: experience, and this is at Burning Man, so it's like a slightly okay. different scenario. But I was walking down the street one way, and this guy was riding past me on his bike the opposite way. And our eyes met, and we literally did the kind of, like, head swivel circle yeah. around maintaining eye contact. And he, like, slowed down his bike, and he stopped, and he dropped it. And he walked up to me. We did not speak a single word to each other. We just started making out. Really? In the middle of the road. We made out for like 10 minutes That's or amazing. something. Yeah, it was awesome.
1: Okay, see, so it does happen. Yeah, right, right
2: now, the Burning Man website. Like, people are like trying <laughs> and I'd, like, to figure, like, sign up. Googling <laughs> it, like, how do I get to Burning Man? Do I get need a there? ticket? What is this
1: but thing? But that That's can I mean. happen. Yeah. If you're in that right space, and Burning yeah. Man is a very free space, you're yes. there for It's like the 60s. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Permanent. Yeah, it is. Just a... in, in, in the <laughs> desert yes, for a few Exactly. And, and if you're up for that experience, mm-hmm. yeah, that can totally happen. But that's why like think... going to clubs and places like that—those things can't happen because yeah. everybody's open to something really cool. Happening.
0: And I think that's important to note, though. Like, that's not going to happen at the UPS store, right? right. Like, where, like, it also is like I mean, kind of could. context-dependent. <laughs> it really it could, Depends but also parcels I, going—I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it could be a
1: delayed shipment. Right. Of time. Ooh, <laughs> but there's Hot a good stuff. chance
2: that you have, like nine martinis at lunch if that happens. Yeah. Right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> No, but it, yeah. but basically we're saying it, those things can't happen. Mm-hmm. It doesn't happen that often. But there is right. that instant attraction. Yeah. You didn't say one word to each other. That's amazing. No.
0: Yeah. We just kind of like walked up and we're just like, I mean, we might have said one or two words, but I
1: don't think Like, even, hi.
0: Yeah. Okay. And then it was so funny, though, because I knew like that for me was a complete experience. And afterwards he was like, hey, let's go back and like. You know, let's make some food or whatever. I was like, No, I'm good. I'm good.
1: Really? You're like, go. I'll see you later. I know there yeah. is sometimes where it's like, this is just the experience yeah. that I wanted. There's nothing else that I want from you, and because nothing else has been established, mm-hmm. there is nothing more to get from that exactly. Part. You're kind of over mm-hmm. that sexy hump. Yeah. Did he go for the kiss first, or did you both go together? I think we
0: went together. Really? But I think like one thing I was going to point out is that that is also like a good, probably like a practice for someone like t- practice the first step of seduction. Don't always need it to go all the way, especially yeah. the first time if you're just getting comfortable with, like, relating to a person in this way. I mean, seduction can be vulnerable mm-hmm. and, like, um, just get comfortable with that initial, like, going in and working into the makeout phase. And and don't need it to go any farther than it's naturally and organically going. Don't force it.
1: Right. Because that will actually feel very forced and empty yeah. on the other end from that woman. And rapey. Don't do that. And rapey. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and do I'm do not that. ever pushing rape.
0: Don't force it. If a woman says no... Yeah accept that regardless
1: of what you think absolutely there's so
2: many women like there's no (laughs) reason to like burn don't 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 burn burn every match in the book then
1: you're that guy yeah (laughs) in jail yeah Yeah.
2: well no i mean like obviously from from a not crazy point but like seriously like when it's not working sometimes i've found that if i started talking to a woman at a party or something and I just got a vibe like she's not really into me, like could be anything. Yeah. And I usually just try and assume that it's not me or that, you it's know, like, you. she's pre- but <laughs> no, you know what I, I mean, know. like preoccupied. It's literally
0: it not. It's like never about you.
2: But it's honest. like a preoccupied. <laughs> really? of Wait,
0: like, I
1: want to hear more about that. Hold oh, on but I want you finish. Okay. Well,
2: that's what I was saying. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, she's thinking about something that her friend just said mm-hmm. five minutes ago that kind of threw her off. So what that means is. You know, right now, like it's not even a possibility of being right. interested in Don't you. Even she, try and she's talk. not going to assess you right now. She's right. closed.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. That's true.
2: And that to me always seems like, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to make sure and not burn that bridge, but smile, move on. And if you traverse away from those women, like they may actually be like, that guy was talking to me and now he's not. He's talking to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: If you catch their attention, you especially know. if they look at him, and he's living his life. Yes. He glances over and it's like, hey, and then goes back to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he can totally be seen as super because sexy. Because
2: men find, think about men, what you find attractive in women, too, of like, the last thing you want is a woman who's lost without you. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. It's terrible.
1: Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> I was Once married to one. It. Oh, and, God.
2: and it was not good. And the funny thing is, when that person who's lost without you, they'll find someone else. Yeah. <laughs> And then they're not then they're lost without that dude.
0: Exactly. And you're not responsible for them anymore. Right. Yeah. I wanted to point that out, too. Like, um, you know, you're talking about trying to seduce a shy girl. Like there does get to be a certain point where like you as the man don't need to be putting in one hundred and ten percent of the conversational effort. If someone is just not opening up, like for whatever reason, like mm-hmm. you're just saying, like, just move on to one of the other three billion women. <laughs> Yeah. who's on the planet like yeah. she's not the one you need to have a
1: conversation with right now yeah if that's somebody you've, you've never really had yeah. more of a conversation with I completely mm-hmm. agree with you if it's too much work then mm-hmm. just be like listen I'm having a fun yeah. day,
0: but I gotta go exactly like you have that choice and like definitely yeah. exercise that and respect yourself and, and yeah but if you happen away. to have
1: you know worked with this woman and you know that there's great things about her but she actually is a shy person mm-hmm. then you can give it more time and understand yeah. that She's just being shy. Anyway, I want to take a quick break, and then I want to come and answer, come back and answer some questions from our listeners. Yay. All right, and we're back. Okay, so here is a question. Uh, Marnie and Kristen, I watch all of Marnie's videos, and I'm a really socially confident person when it comes to talking to women. The problem is I have become so comfortable being single and not making moves that now I uh, – that – now, wait. That now that I want to, it's hard. Namely, I find it hard to make the transition from talking to a girl to going in and touching and kissing her. Even when I'm drunk, I can't seem to be able to go for it. I go out early, oh, every weekend, but I do feel like I waste so many opportunities because I'm scared to move to the next step after talking. Can you please advise me, Julian? I have. How some old advice. are you, Julian? I'm telling you, this uh, th- that could be from anybody because so many people are nervous about that. They're, they're afraid of rejection. Thirty. I was going to say younger. But, but even guys that I've talked to who are like in their 50s still mm. are nervous cause because there's all this stuff out there about pushing too hard or... Yeah. You know, going in directions that women don't want or you guys to go. that have been and again,
2: married for the last 20 years, so you right, realize right. that they're or they just don't, they're dating, dating maturity. Last time they went yeah. on a date, they were 22.
1: Yeah. That's That's true. yeah so they don't want to start throwing touch it. out there. They don't want to start kissing. And yeah. actually, I was going to read another little Ooh, excerpt it. from The Natural because it's all about um, kiss closing. And it gave some really, yes, really good tips. <laughs> but it's winggirlmethod.com. Uh, slash Richard R. I, I, I think it's very good. Okay, so I'm going to read this to you. The kiss closing is a sticking point for a lot of guys. Going for the kiss is another point where you're putting yourself out there to get rejected. The way to remove the pressure from this moment is to work up to it smoothly with a variety of escalation techniques and by using tests to see if the girl is ready. Okay, so this is it's mm-hmm. prepping it before. So what you were saying before about like seeing her eye contact from across the room, that's mm-hmm. sort of, it, that's not a test. I don't want to label it as a test, but you're seeing, okay, she's into me as well. Yeah. She's looking at it the same way. Um, think back to the three characteristics of seduction, which was Mr. Comfort, Mr. Sociable, and Mr. Seducer. Um, if you're not in the seductive character mode at the time of the kiss, she might not feel in the mood. Here are some techniques to help make the kiss a smooth move she'll go for every time. Touch her in increasingly more sensual ways leading up to the kiss. For example, touch her arm for emphasis when you're talking. Mm -hmm. Touch her hand. As noted earlier, looking at jewelry is a good excuse. Just find some way to reach Mm -hmm. Oh, Where's this ring from? Right. Or even like
0: at a bar, like reach over and touch her hand. Do you want another drink? Yeah. Or if she turns toward the bar and is kind of in front of you, you can kind of like put your hand on her back or something. Like look for natural opportunities
1: like that. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. I love that. Touch her hair. Asking don't, don't if it's her hair. natural color. It. But if you're already in that mode. No, I don't like when people touch my hair. If somebody were to say, like, is that your natural color? And just, like, yep. touch the tips no, of your hair. Don't oh, really? It. Yeah. If I was leaning <laughs> in, I'd be totally into that. Okay. Really? Okay, that's interesting. I mean, interesting. you got to read the room, you know? Right, no, okay, that's okay. But
2: I, I think, though, that that's a good example of, like, these aren't foolproof. Mm-hmm. So yes. don't freak out if one of them doesn't work. Right. There's and that's a good
0: opportunity window. to like joke about it. Like, oh God, sorry, I didn't know. Like, I don't know. Like, sorry, I'm a funny. hair toucher. Exactly. But you're so oh, really? Okay. So yeah, don't we're, touch my
1: hair. What about your face? No. If you are <laughs> liking this person,
0: I'm imagining being in public somewhere. So, like, if we're sitting on my couch alone at home, I think I'm open to more intimate touch. But to me, I love my hair. I work hard on getting it to look the way it looks. Like, don't touch it. Yeah. And my face, like, just don't... Like, yeah. if we're at a bar, especially, I'm like, I don't, your hands are dirty. Yeah. Like, don't touch my face.
1: Really? If you've been talking to him for 45 minutes, mm-hmm. you're in great conversation. You're leaning in close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I don't like having... Oh, interesting. Okay. I totally I think being, it's different. Like,
0: if that. you're kissing someone and they kind of, like, you know, put their hand kind of on your chin a little bit, like... But that's when you're already kissing. If you, I don't know.
1: Imagining right now the scenario, I guess. Really? I okay. No, 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 That's good to know. Okay. If she's comfortable with your touching her hair and doesn't and pull face. back at all, then she's kissable. You can go uh, for it here. Okay. The next thing, this mm-hmm. I thought weird. Smell her hair. Don't smell my hair. <laughs> Oddly enough, that's a turn on for girls. For some girls. No. Not for me. Don't smell my hair because I, it's, I, I find that super fetishy mm-hmm. and weird and that's not a fetish. I think I if to. their
2: hair, if you can smell their hair from a few feet away- or from like a foot away, then I guess it's yeah, okay. Yeah, you can say, what the- shampoo do
1: you use? Yeah. That is strong you and it smell smells really that. Good. <laughs> or like, strong, Or something like, that's strong. That's formidable <laughs>
2: shampoo you have, yes. ma'am.
1: And I can say, let me- then maybe let me smell it. I don't know. There's certain conversations that if-, if I was in, I'd be like, okay, yeah, of course smell my hair if you think it smells good. But if you just went, <laughs> I just would be like, oh God, he smells everything gross about me. What does he me. smell? What is he smelling What's wrong with him? Okay, next one. Take her hand and hold it as you talk. Mm. If you've done some of the above, hand-holding will be acceptable at this point. Don't look at her hand or draw attention to it. Just do it. Next thing. Squeeze her hand and see if she squeezes back. This is another kissability indicator. No girl ever squeezes back if she isn't ready for a kiss. Mm -hmm. Stop talking, pause, tilt your head, and look at her. See if she's comfortable with this attention. If she is, you can kiss her. What if she turns her face when you try to kiss? kiss her cheek and then her neck. I like this one. So basically if she's like sort of turned away.
0: Oh, okay. I'm I'm you, imagining like turning face to avoid kissing. I'm like, if I'm turning my face away from you, but you're saying differently, like just like, oh, she's looking down kind of shyly. Like, right.
1: But or yeah. maybe she's she's just, maybe she's even testing it out. If mm-hmm. she, yeah. I know when I first hung out with my husband, um, the first couple of times that we hung out, I, I would do the cheek turn, but he just kissed and then left. But if he had kissed my cheek and then my neck I think I would have turned into kiss him it's just my natural reaction i don't know that's i think that i would have done I it i think
2: a lot of times though like like you get you're going to get the red light at the cheek kiss you know like if she's really that's not into it that's how she's doing it
0: right like, exactly yeah, yeah it's about how she turns away. i
2: feel like i feel like you're going to know and if you're that oblivious like you're just prepared to get shot down mm-hmm. and learn the lessons yeah but but eventually when you've you know when we've assumed that you have some common sense and things like that. Yeah, I think that it's think like, the, totally... yeah, every sign is the next lead in to the next mm-hmm. thing. It's like playing a video game where you have to get to all these checkpoints right. as right? you go yeah. through. And if you skip a checkpoint, like it doesn't work.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, Exactly. But okay, so it was saying turning a bit isn't a rejection. Is he turning a bit? Mm-hmm. You're like, uh, ah. yeah, if you're no, like, here's oh, here's my then ear. Turning your face um, her away.
2: body's going to move away, too. Right, right. True. But so. most mm-hmm.
1: guys assume it to be in back away. Try this alternative kissing, and you can turn her on even more. Sorry, my phone is going off so much. Um, it's only a rejection if she reco- recoils. Back off and away. So now you know how to touch her, but your moves won't be 100% smooth if you're still in uh, the same character. As when you were talking, as oh, as when you're talking to your hairdresser, i.e., acting like a friend instead of a lover. It's time for Mr. Seducer. So, number two is establish a sexual vibe as you escalate the physical contact. You can do this by using more intense eye contact, switching to a slower, smoother, deeper voice, looking at her in a sexual way, looking at her lips. As well as her eyes. If she reciprocates, she's imagining kissing you. That's like the triangle Mm -hmm. thing, which I love. Mm -hmm. So looking from one eye to the next, down to the lips, smirking, and then looking back up at her eyes. It's a really good move. That is Mm -hmm. so good. It is. I, I've talked about it before on this show. I've had my husband do it to me. And Trying. I, I'm like, it's really Yeah, it's good. Pounce me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Number three, sometimes even when with no work on your part, she'll want you. When a girl wants to kiss you, she squeezes your hand. She looks at your lips. She touches your chest instead of your arm. She's comfortable with hard eye contact even when no one is speaking.
0: Yeah. And I think, honestly, at the end of the day, you can even say something like,
1: I really want to kiss you right now. Yeah. That's hot. <laughs> Adam Galan talks about this. and He says, I'm going to kiss you right now. So that he gives her... Okay. Are you okay with that? Nah, as long as you're so not. It out. depends. If I, I'm I into somebody like, and yeah. I want them to kiss me, like, those yeah, things the won't thing. turn me yeah. off, to be honest. Yeah.
2: If you're into them, so many of these things, like, mm-hmm. that's, and and that's why you kind of need to, I think, prepare yourself for like, okay, the, when I start getting the green lights, I need to be ready to not freak out and yeah. just go running in like, I oh, got us a hotel
1: room. Yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs>
2: like, but don't you think, do you think, that like all i was just thinking about the reason for the head turn and stuff like again there's all these things that don't have anything to do with you like if a girl's been drinking something that doesn't taste you know weird aftertaste in her mouth you know anything oh, there's a lot of sour times mix. where
1: i've been self-conscious about my yeah. breath and margarita
2: got... like a, a bloody mary or anything like <laughs> that you know you're like oh we had i had a garlic knot dinner like i don't want this hot guy to kiss me yeah you know like it's those kinds of things, to like the cheek to neck move, I just
0: mm-hmm. yeah. There's there can be a million. reasons I've done for that. It. I've avoided the kiss because I just like had onions, and yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna have our first kiss taste like onions and cheese. Like, no, that's not right. That's okay, not so how I want to represent myself. No.
1: So, so somebody that you did have that with, did you mm-hmm. go on a second date with and then kissed and you were? Fine. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. So then he didn't give up and think, oh, I didn't get a kiss. No, no. Me for yeah, because I think still like the
0: vibe was there. I was just kind of. Yeah. Be considerate of that. I was like, why do you want to kiss me? I just ate onions. Like, don't you know that? Do- <laughs> I don't well, feel can good say about I, that. But, he doesn't
1: care. <laughs> but what what would have been a good response from him saying, I like to know why you're turning away. Just be like, I don't care about onion breath. I think you're
0: Oh yeah, it doesn't matter if he doesn't care. Like I care. You
1: yeah, you would have just still been no. no. I don't want yeah, to. Yeah,
0: because that was our. It would have been our first kiss. Yeah. And I was like, I just don't want our first kiss to be onions and cheese. Like that
1: doesn't feel sexy to me. Right. Like so no, don't take like, your date days. out for onions and cheese.
0: Exactly.
1: As don't well, only what? ice cream and butterscotch.
2: Why did our first kiss taste like <laughs> England?
1: <laughs> exactly. And beer. Some people might like sheen. that. <laughs> <laughs> the onions. Every Horrible. Every time I
2: go to Oktoberfest. I think of the time we cast.
1: Exactly. Oh, it's so romantic. Okay. Hello, Marnie, Kristen, and guests. I'm 41 years old and have been divorced for two years. Now, eight years after marriage, I've been with two women since the end of my marriage. It was really, I was really into the second woman who only lasted about two months. She was eight years younger than me. She has no children, so I thought me having two would be an issue. After about four dates, she mentioned she could not handle it, but still reached out to me, and we continued to see each other. Then the issue came up again. Two months later, I was bummed. How long should it be until I introduce the children into my future relationships, Frankie? Mm. I sometimes think right away, like introduce blo- them. Or oh, top- int-
0: introduce them. Like, does he mean well, introduce that's the, the thing. topic? It's I to think introduce that's what-
1: the children into the future relationship.
0: I would say I think
2: they need to know immediately yeah. that you have kids. Yeah, oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. And would you know you two as women? Like, if, let's say I had kids and you were wanting to date me, and I said like Yeah, I have, I have a couple." I have two daughters and um you know, they're really great and everything. But like you just move on and you don't mm-hmm. like I love that. It's even
1: great. if you it's said you like
2: at some point too like you know, like, oh well I'd love to meet them. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. You yes. know, just something Oh, like where they know. Is that more attractive to yes. be protecting those kids?
1: Yes. So yeah. much more attractive.
2: That's, That's what. Sure. Mm-hmm.
1: So, so I have some people who, well, the thing is, is a lot of people who are single parents happen to meet other single parents and yeah. they meet through their children. So a lot oh, of times yeah. they do either, you know, the kids go to school together or something. So they kind of already know each other. Um, I I would say to hold off until you know what your relationship is mm-hmm. and then you can start introducing to kids. Yeah, before the but kids there meet. are some people who are like, no, I want them to meet them right away because they're my second set of eyes. Who, if they don't like them, I'm gonna cut them out. I, mean, I don't agree with that. That has to be
2: anyone. a lot to do with your kids and what they're like mm-hmm. and what their adjustments like to this right. whole
1: situation. Yeah, yeah. I say figure out, you know, what the two of you are first before yeah. you start introducing. Well, but me, that's what that's what happened. Maybe she didn't like his kids. But
2: to, yeah, yeah. To answer his question, I think until somebody's wanting to meet them, then you. You don't. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, mm-hmm. until you're
1: comfortable. I would say that if I was dating somebody with kids, I would want them to want me to meet them. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when they Eventually. don't want to meet
2: them, then like that needs to be a thing where you're like, they're not going anywhere. You need yeah.
1: to like. But I wouldn't want to and- be the woman who brings it up saying like, I'd like to meet you. Like I, I would want that man to say, I would like you to meet your kids. To meet my kids, so I, I would say that it has to be something that's discussed. As you start to get more serious, you can you can explain your position on it. You know i i i don't I don't want to start you know tromping in a million women to to meet my children. I think that there's something really wonderful going on between us, but i want I want to see where it goes before I start introducing mm-hmm. my kids into our world. Plus, it's kind of nice to just be the two of us mm-hmm. for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, don't get worried by the fact that I don't want you to meet my children. Yeah. Um, it's not because I don't think highly of you. I think whatever you can say it however you want to, just as long as it makes her feel safe in what the two of you have and know that letting letting her know that your intention is, as things are going right now, your intention is to introduce her. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I don't know, I don't know what the like the oh. limit is on that. Like, how long do you think you can go without introducing?
0: I think it it depends on the pace of your relationship. Mm. I, as like a, as a woman who is dating men who have children, like I, I think I interpret it as the relationship getting more serious Mm -hmm. when someone wants to introduce me to
1: their kids. Do you think Um, it's six months?
0: Oh yeah. I think six months. That's plenty of time. Maybe even before then, because it's based on you knowing how you feel about the person and you knowing where your relationship is going. Like if we've been dating for three months and we're like, okay, like, yeah, like I'm kind of falling in love with this person. That's probably a good time to To let them into that part of your life because yeah. your kids are a part of you, and I think that's that is important to have For that sure. the connection. With and it's the serious at that dating. point, or at least
1: if you're taking it seriously, yeah. can introduce them. So I have um, my husband's aunt who is 70 years old, and she is dating uh, somebody who's like 78. I think mm-hmm. and he's <laughs> a recent, well, not actually that recently, but a, a widow. Yeah. Um, and uh, sh- he didn't want to even talk about her to his family cuz he was really afraid of what the kids would think um mm-hmm. and that they would be upset with him so she, he didn't do it for like 2 years and wow. it
0: tortured her did, oh she knew about it yeah, that's it a long her. time that is a long time yes. that means i feel like he has issues with his kids like he's a clearly a full grown adult yes.
1: <laughs> and can make his own decisions and the thing is is that you have to be happy afterwards mm-hmm. and the, and then when um he did introduce her the kids were saying you're crazy for not introducing us sooner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so I, I mean that could be can, a but she broke up with him several times because yeah. he didn't want to introduce her. Yeah. But I think that's also a big sign if it shows where your relationship is, um, and it I think it also shows the kind of man. Yes, he's respectful towards his family, but I don't. It shows that he's also not respectful of himself if he can't say to my kids, you know, mm-hmm. I loved your mother. I think she's the love of my life. But mm-hmm. I I'm still a young man. And by and the way, the contracts. So- yeah, I know
2: you guys weren't there, but. It's till death.
1: Yeah, I'm not, right.
2: Contract's over. Yeah, exactly.
1: But like, I still want to enjoy my life. And, you know, this woman makes me happy for right now. And I'm lonely. And I think, you know, if your kids can't handle that, then that says something about your kids too. But I I wouldn't have it go for that I think a
2: lot of times though, people are just so worried. Like I said, there's all these hangups that we have that aren't, when you say them out loud to even your closest friends, they're like, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. How many times, like, when you go back and you look at a a chance that you missed, an opportunity that you didn't take, and then you're telling your friend and they're like, you didn't do it because of that?
1: Right. Or how about when you run into somebody, like, 10 years after high school, and you're like, I had the biggest crush on you. And they're like, I had the biggest crush on you.
0: Oh, I've had
2: those.
1: (laughs) Oh, really? I had a
2: couple of those. Like, the problem with being on the radio or something in your hometown, you're easy to find. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And there were a couple of times that, like... This girl was like, I had this huge crush on you. I'm like, I'm so mad. I actually got like literally angry <laughs> because I remembered like how much I lamented about this one time that she turned me down for a date or whatever. And she was like, I was trying to play hard to get. <laughs> like, well, you did. You made yourself exactly.
1: too hard to Right, exactly.
2: <laughs> but also like had I not, uh, other things in my life would have not gone as well had I not learned to get over that. Mm-hmm. So, for sure. But there's all those little things. There's so many hangups. So like. When we start taking everything personally, you know, as men, you know, that should not be in your DNA to do that. Mm -hmm. So stop doing it.
0: Ah. (laughs) You hate it
2: when it happens to you when you say something to a woman and she takes it ultra personally. Like stop being a wounded kid.
1: Mm. Walking
2: around the party because the girl didn't smile back at you.
1: Just, exactly. There's all kinds of And reasons. that's a perfect place to wrap up the show. Thank you to both of you. So Dave Hine, tell people how they can listen to you. Oh,
2: every, you day listen to me, to. Uh, every day if they want to listen. Just get on the iHeartRadio app and uh, Dave Hines, H I N E S, and you can find me podcasts and radio shows and things I'm that sure i I'm sure you've heard his voice
1: it. in some place.
2: I've you've heard me somewhere.
1: Yes, exactly. Thanks well, for letting me be here though. Yeah, of course. I love having you on our show and See Hi. How can
0: people get in touch with you
1: if they want to do
0: a fit test oh or my God. something? You or... Can just follow me on Instagram, the Kelsey Ale. She Ale likes the beer.
1: <laughs> she makes super yummy food. That's yeah. great. I knew I loved you. <laughs> exactly. exactly.
0: You're just
1: more and than... she's a nutritionist. Yeah. Which is so
2: funny.
1: <laughs> wow. 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 You guys are amazing. We I think we covered a lot of really good stuff about how to be charming, seductive. And if anybody has more questions or um, if they they want more detailed explanations, they should check out the Natural. Which uh, just go to WinggirlMethod.com/slash Richard R. Or I would suggest checking out the F formula, which is one of my programs, which is all about flirting and how to slowly escalate um, and not creep women out by going in too quickly. It's a whole uh, step-by-step program on how to flirt and go through the three phases of flirting with women without becoming a douchebag and freaking them out. Anyway, new episodes of the Ask Women Podcast come out every Thursday. Please don't be a loser and download every episode. Go and subscribe to our show so that you automatically get it every single week. If you want to write in your own questions, write to ask at askwomanpodcast.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.